Hello and welcome to First Thoughts, the podcast where usually three hosts uh, share a topic each. And through a series of questions, we have to try and figure out what that topic is. And I hope that makes sense. Uh, I'm your co-host Jensen, and today I'm joined by Mike and Richard. How are both doing, boys? I'm good, thank you. Hey, How yeah, are you? good. How are you, Mike and Jenny? I'm doing well. I'm okay. Are you back at uh, Barracks, man? Yeah, I am now. Yeah, I came down last night. Uh, I can see your architect's yeah. poster on the wall. Hell yeah. Nice. I've got a fit for a king one as well. Beautiful. I bet Josh approves. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he would. Yeah, sadly, sadly <laughs> no Josh I was hoping he was going to be here tonight. Sadly, he's tied up this evening oh, yeah, think... when we're recording this. And uh, yeah. apologies for it going out a little bit late. We had a few emergency kind of things happen over the weekend. Or It was a bit of a perfect storm. So um, we're aware this episode's getting to you a little late, um, but I hope you enjoy it nonetheless. So shall I kick us off and then I'll pick the next person after this. So boys, I would like your first thoughts on Scott versus Amundsen. Hmm. Repeat that again, please. I would like your first thoughts on Scott versus Amundsen. I'm going to go for some kind of lawsuit. Okay. It might turn out to be a quite guess. a major case. That would be interesting. That's the kind of thing I probably would cover. What about you, Mike? What are you thinking? Um, I was thinking of like an alternative universe, David and Goliath kind of story. <laughs> that would be cool. Um, I'm afraid it's uh, neither of those, but um, I like those. <laughs> They're really cool ideas. Mm. Good ideas. Good ideas for future topics for me to check out, actually. Um, no. Um, so maybe I'll start you on a... I'll give you the time when this happened. So we're in the year 1912 or 1911-1912. Mm -hmm. Can you repeat the name again? So it's uh, Scott and Amundsen. In fact, Scott is Robert, uh, sorry, Robert Falcon Scott, an Englishman, and a Norwegian named Roald Amundsen. Ooh. They sound like explorers. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I could yes, they they were explorers. They absolutely Ooh. were. So, do you want to know what my thought would have been? Okay, Rich. So I was going to say it was probably like the first international boxing match or sport in a competition Ooh, between okay, two individuals. Right. right. Well. So now you said Norwegian. Yeah. I'm going to go. Is this like to do with like dog sledding? In, like, the Arctic Circle. Oh, well, I'll tell you what, dog sledding uh, was definitely involved for Amundsen. I'll tell you that. That's a, that is an important detail for later. Uh, was it a race, by any chance? It actually race was a... the North Pole. It, it was a race, yes. And, um, Richard, you're quite close on that, actually. South Pole. Man, I'm sad Ooh. that it's took... This little time to get to this. Robert Falcon Scott, yeah. Englishman. Right, okay, so uh yes, it was a race to the South Pole. Uh, there is more to this though. What was what was so important about this race to the South Pole though? 
it was interesting you mentioned about the dog sledding, how the Norwegian okay. had dog sledding. So I'm guessing yep. the English, the British fellow didn't have dogs. No, he didn't. He tried taking uh, ponies, which didn't work out very well for him. Okay. Um, yes. So, I mean, obviously the Norwegians were much more used to this kind of terrain. Um, Who won? The, was it the... Um, the, the, Norwegian. Nor, the Norwegians won. Um, but but there was something really significant about this victory, about this race. Hmm. Was it the first person to reach the South Pole? It was, absolutely. It was the first, the race was the first to the South Pole. And uh, seeing as as we've got there pretty quick, I can fill out some details and we can move on. I think that would be a good idea. What do you think, boys? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, the race, the race kind of began, and unfortunately, um, yeah, obviously Scott really wanted to be there first, but wasn't. In fact, he arrived at the South Pole, and Amundsen had he had left his tent there and uh, planted the Norwegian flag and beat him by five weeks, um, probably because <laughs> oh. yeah, he absolutely um, thrashed him. Now Scott was really well prepared. He'd spent a lot of time mapping the weather and all that, so he. He was very well prepared, but unfortunately, it was like a year of freak weather. And after uh, getting to the South Pole, him and his men started suffering uh, really badly with frostbite. And unfortunately, um, his team never made it back. Um, they they oh. died out there, and they died 11 miles away from a supply depot that would have saved them. Um, so it was kind of it was quite, quite it was quite a, quite 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 a uh, tragedy. Um, but it was a, a huge trip, um, really a huge trip, and um, very brave men. You think about the technology that they had at the time, and they, yeah, so Norwegians first first to plant the flag, and um, Scott unfortunately missed out, but is remembered for his, you know, his heroism and his sacrifice. Um, so what was the purpose? Was this literally just to to find the... It was yeah, really most point. Really, it was yeah to get to the South Pole first. Who could get there first? And obviously, when they got there, took various samples and measurements and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, so, but because there was worthwhile. well, I mean, it was the first. There were first people to bring back samples from the pole, and there was a lot of ideas um, in kind of in the eight, late eighteen hundreds. The International Geographical Society decided that there needed to be more information about the South Pole, Antarctica. Because uh, there was a lot of stipulation and ideas out there, kind of like Ross had done some studying and charting of the continent, but they needed to know more. So these kind of explorations came about, and um, Amundsen Amundsen got there, and sadly um, Scott did get there, but um, yeah, unfortunately perished on the way. So oh wow. Um, I, I, was, I, I, I find it really interesting. I love the South Pole. I find, yeah. it, I find it fascinating. But um, right, who am I going to go for? Um, uh, volunteers? Any volunteers? I'll, I'll go. I'll You're going to go, Mike. It. Okay, go, go on, Mike. Mike. Go on, mate. So, give me your first thoughts on what Pleistocene Park is. Pleistocene. Mm-hmm. Pleistocene Park. Mm. I know the word Pleistocene know. Some, from somewhere. Go on, Rich. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to let you go, Jenny. Oh, mate, thanks. I know the word Pleistocene, but for some <laughs> reason I feel like it's something to do with biology. So I'm wondering if it is 
like a theme park based around like the human body or something. <laughs> That'd be cool. That's, that's <laughs> my, like that's my thought. That's my thought. Yeah, like Rick and Morty, man. Uh, <laughs> Other cartoons are available. <laughs> Richard, um, any guesses? My first thought is it something to do with like parasites? No. Ooh. Mm. Okay. We'll, we'll be close with human God. body theme park. No. No. Okay. Not really. Oh. Not really. Uh, Pleist- Pleistocene. Yeah. Pleistocene Park. Is that is that a bio, biological term? No, no, it's not. Why? Why am I thinking no. of biology then? Um, so I'm gonna go on a tangent here. Is it something to do with like space and planets? Nope. Oh, Pleistocene. Come on. So we're stuck on Earth. So we're stuck are, on are, Earth. Yeah. Are we some kind of park or theme park? Yes. Right, so we are a theme park of some kind. Theme not theme park. not necessarily a theme park really, but it's a park. Maybe like I a like a, like a sculpture park, maybe. Some sort of nature reserve or something. You're getting closer, yeah. Oh. An undersea okay. park. Is that a thing? No. Is that a thing? It is a thing actually. Okay. Um, there is oh. a there's a place off the coast of Africa that they are uh turning into like a a nature reserve because it's so um it's so like densely populated with animals and it's um, oh, wow. sea kelp. Sea oh. kelp. So it's a, it's going to be known as like a, a sea kelp forest. Oh wow. But anyway, that's that's uh, for another day. That's good. <laughs> that's, his, uh, that's his next topic. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, this, so 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 we're on the we're on the thing of like a nature park then a nature reserve or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, this is quite tough. Right, this right. Now I'm placed the scene. Now I'm thinking. For some reason, that in my head is connected to dinosaurs. Um, not dinosaurs, right? But we are. I'm on the right along track. the right lines. Okay. Yeah. Prehistoric. Something prehistoric. Uh, yeah, I think it is prehistoric. So we are kind of like real old. Yeah, it's pretty old. <laughs> Is this like a place where the few first humans, or um, yeah, is it like the fir- is it like a prehistoric the park settlement. that we found with like a Flintstone seesaw and swings? <laughs> something. It's a little. It's a little bit cooler than that. It's a little bit cooler than that. Oh, yeah. oh man! Metaphorically and oh. literally, help us break down Ooh. Pleistocene a bit. Can we have what, some clues on that? Do you remember that? a few episodes ago I came to you with the um, the epochs and the um, I think my topic was the Holocene? Holocene epoch, yep. Do you remember what the Holocene epoch well, that was? That was a period of... Um, yeah, that so was a period of time, wasn't it? Yeah, the Pleistocene epoch is a, is a period of time um, and it is a... I can tell you when it was. It was 2,500,000 years ago to 11,000 wow. years ago. So it's kind of, oh. it's the it's the period be- before our, our current epoch. <laughs> right. Okay. So, and it's a, something it's to not do the, it's a park of some kind. It's not the location of where the great meteor might have landed, is it? Oh, interesting idea. No, um, not that I know of. Anyway, the um, the area 
I'll give you the um, the kind of location. It will be. It is in um, in Russia. Oh. And it's northeastern Siberia. Wow. So I'm wondering if we're <gasps> permafrost. Hmm. Oh, oh, have I seen something? Ooh. Now they've got these oh, go on, Jenny. They've got these like um ice cave tunnel things. Ice cave tunnel. I've seen things. somewhere. And um I know that's very that's, <laughs> not that's good, isn't it? Yeah. But <laughs> and, I think... and in it I'm sure they've got like animals frozen in there and stuff. Oh, you are getting closer, warmer. Or colder, one of them. You're <laughs> <laughs> um, getting closer to the topic, well, which is like a, definitely cold. He, he kind of he went when we said uh, permafrost. So yeah. is this like the, a place where there's a whole frozen mammoth or saber tooth? No, but mammoths are definitely involved. Oh, ah, I think. Oh, go on, Rich. I remember something similar. No. <laughs> Start doing Arnie one-liners in a minute. <laughs> Probably. Okay, right. So permafrost, mammoths, maybe other animals. Um, is it something like we've we've found in the permafrost, like um, I don't know, like a saber-toothed tiger? Pouncing and on, a, on, a, on a woolly mammoth and it's frozen in time in the permafrost <laughs> or something crazy. No. I mean, that's pretty ambitious, I know, but... There are, however... Um, I'll go into this a bit when you when you get to it, but they, okay. they have found remains of animals in this area. Like, really old animals. From the Pleistocene. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. But that's not the point and, of and it. Maybe, you're, you're maybe frozen from trees like a touristy. Um, not so much. I yeah, think, I am. Yeah. But, um, okay. It, I guess it it would attract tourism, but the point of it isn't to attract tourism. It's more <laughs> okay. um, scientific. It's more of. scientific. Like archaeological. Yeah. All right. No, yeah. not archaeological. So like a kind holy. Of, you know when you you kind of you call something like a holy grail, it's like the holy grail of like permafrost or something. Well, you know? yeah, actually, that area is one of the. There is a guy who I think he's the guy that lives there. The guy, yeah, he is. He's called Sergey Zimov, and he lives there. Good and um, <laughs> and he's a he's a researcher. Do you want to give it? You know, oh, yeah, I've got some I've got some things to say about this. Okay, place. I think I think I Go think we've then, got yeah. we've got Go close on. enough. I think right. So yeah. the point of it is, it's a nature reserve, and what this guy Sergey wants to do is take it back to the northern subarctic subarctic steppe grassland ecosystem. It's a bit of a mouthful. Right. Uh, that was around during the last glacial period, and. The reason is because he has found. So he lives up there, and he's a he's a scientist. He's uh-huh. digging out, digging into the permafrost, and he's taking out samples, to, and he's seeing that um, the permafrost is receding and melting a lot quicker than anyone anticipated. So his idea is to regenerate the grassland area with the kind of animals um, and the um, the grass. Uh, to kind of reverse those effects of you know, like oh. human interaction on this area yeah. of land um, wow. to 
make sure that Amazing. things that are frozen in that area stay frozen because there is the kind of risk of um, oh, the, disease the giant, and things yeah, being the giant reintroduced. Fro- I saw something about like the giant frozen virus thing, you know. Yeah, so there's um, there's there's thing there's I mean that's one uh, kind of one thing to think about but i I don't think that's uh yeah like a a huge i think if um, anyone's ever watched the film the thing i think that's something to worry about (laughs) which is you know the the interesting thing that um yeah that brought me to this topic was that they are trying to clone a woolly mammoth and Ah. bring back the woolly mammoth into this area because obviously they are the perfect animal to um to graze on in that area it's like this is real Ooh, life yeah, Jurassic Park. It is in, real life yeah. Jurassic Park. The Russian version. It's the, well, it's, it's the Pleistocene. <laughs> I wonder what the Russian yeah, well, in the Pleistocene uh, Jurassic. Jurassic. So it's not quite as so not uh, quite the same. Yeah, yeah. dinosaur age, but um, yeah. but yeah, there it is. This is a really cool topic. There's lots wow. of uh, information about no it if you go looking. I feel like my yes, topic's yeah. really underwhelming now. No, it'll be fine, mate. It'll be fine, but <laughs> it's funny because you do think, like, what would they try cloning one of these things? You know, like a woolly mammoth. Like, what would happen of if they, they would. you know... It, it's doable. It's doable. we just got to... And then they'd bring back the city just, to the tiger. But should we? We can do it, but should we? Maybe that's maybe that's the question. Anyway, Rich... Well, um, Jurassic Park covered that one. Yes. <laughs> Have we not learned from Jurassic Park? <laughs> <laughs> their their argument for for bringing them back is that um is that we were the reason that they didn't survive in the first place so no way. Bring, okay. i mean that's that not, obviously an, an alternative right. um thought process there i get that actually wow. i kind of kind of go on richard let's go yours. so i have a feeling mine might be quite easy to guess this week but well, anyway we'll, we'll find out I would like your first thoughts on Penny Black. Mm. I first know thought, this. First thought, it's a rapper. I know <laughs> this. No. I know, I know he's not. I just had to get it over. <laughs> <laughs> this is really annoying. It's on the tip of my tongue and I, oh, I have... No. N- I have I, I know Mike it. Would get it well. I know it, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, Penny Black. That's really I know annoying. you do. <laughs> I thought Jensen would have got it as well, no, to be fair, no, with his uh, recent research. I mean, again, it looks familiar, but I'm sort of not sure. Recent research. Oh, okay. Well, at the moment, it's still trying to <gasps> lower an economy things, but go on. Go I know on, I know what it is. Go, go, go. Go on, Mike. Or is it gonna... a stamp? It is a stamp. A stamp? I knew I knew what it was. A what? <laughs> I knew it. Okay. So I told you it'd be underwhelming. So, okay, right. So, it's a stamp, but I guess I've got to figure out. Why is it called a penny black? But, but why, why is it a penny black? Why, why is it important? Why is it different? Um, is it anything to do with Prince Philip's death recently? Uh, no. Like, okay. No. A mon- like a monarch's death or anything like that, like a commemorative... Stamp. It's an it's an old thing, isn't it? It's quite an old. It is. Yeah, it goes back to the eighteen hundreds. Okay. So I know that they are valuable now as like a collector's item. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're, well, I've, there's an eBay um, article. Listed. Classic. Yes. One of them could go for ten grand. Yow. And I'm assuming at the yeah. time it cost a penny to buy. Exactly. 
So why? Ah. Oh, like how much? How much was a, a regular stamp back in the eighteen hundreds? Or is it just the fact that it is an old stamp that it's expensive well, now? I don't want to really answer that because it might give it away then. Okay. I mean, I feel like 1800s, I'm trying to, I mean, a penny was quite a lot then, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. A penny was quite a lot because our money yeah. is worth nothing now. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I can't tell you how much a penny was worth in today's money, but are we it, guessing what a what a penny black stamp would have been used for? Is that what you want? Yes, yeah, let's do that, and I'll give you. Ah, uh, I'm. I I don't want to go into it more. My guess is that it's a like an international like postage. It it must be going somewhere. It's quite special. Yeah, bang, pretty much bang on, to be fair. It's it is a postage to... stamp. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's going to <laughs> China? But, no. I don't know. No. I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, you know, what, what's an interesting, special place then, you know. Unless it, unless it was, like, for... Everything has a beginning. Rome? No. Sorry, you, you said that and it made me think of all, all Rome's built on Rome. <laughs> that was what I think. Like, everything has a beginning. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Mike's got this now. I'm pretty sure he knows what it is. Well, yeah, I feel like I know what it is, yeah. but I don't have anything else to say about it. I think I've said everything that okay. I know about it already. So if you've got if you've got more fillers So in, it is this postage stamp. Yeah. And then okay. everything has a beginning. Oh, what do you mean? Your clue. So, is it <laughs> riddle me this? <laughs> um, <laughs> is it was was it? Um, no, I don't know. <laughs> the, the audience must be loving this right now. <laughs> Just as like uh, so, it's okay. the first ever postage stamp. No, it's oh, not. Right? Yeah, it is. No. So, it was designed by. Uh, let's get his name. Sir Roland Hill. Well, to, simf- to Sir Roland Hill. And the actual first design was by Charles Heath and his son Frederick. Uh, and it's got a, it's a black stamp with gold or white lettering at the time of that. Queen Victoria. And it was the first stamp to use by the postal system. Tasteful. And date I... of issue was the 1st of May, 19... 19- 1840. 1840. Hello. Yeah. This will happened before the file, Rich. Thank you. And it was the world's first postage stamp, adhesive postage stamp. Right. I was going to say, like, maybe we had. um, I suppose, I mean. The seal. I was going to say we had seals, didn't we, and things, but. um, But I suppose this this is a bit different. This is a bit different. And it cost one penny. Was that cheaper than sending something before? Well, I suppose they could monopolise it, I guess, and try and bring more money to the monarchy or to the postage system or the the government, maybe. Slowly centralising things. (laughs) Yeah. No Uh, way. Before Penny Blacks, ink and hand stamps, hence the word stamp. 
was usually yeah. made from wood or cork. Now we know why they're called f- stamps. And it was the first of decent <laughs> ones. You could literally yeah. it and stick it or just peel it and stick it. Probably made of oh. some horrendous Victorian adhesive, you know, like lead and mercury. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> made a so, yeah. yeah. So the the difference is you had to physically take your letter to the post, like the post office, and then get yeah. it stamped because that was your receipt that you'd paid. So uh-huh. I assume the benefit of the penny black was that you could buy them in advance and then put them into a post well, yeah, box. So you, or, and that yeah, would so you could go to the post off, you'd buy the stamps, and then obviously stick one on the letter and then just send it. That's pretty clever when you think about it. Yeah, it's a it's a good yeah. it's a good system. Yeah. You know what? That's 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 actually a, quite an innovation, and I thought we would have yeah. had that for a long time mm. before. And then uh, about then there was a two penny stamp as well, which was a uh, up to an ounce, and it was blue. I will be yeah. having a look at this, Richard. Mm. Thank you. This is right in yeah. my ballpark. Yeah, exactly. I, think, I thought I knew it would be. I think I read about this when I was looking at. Um, I don't know, selling, selling or buying things on eBay to make money or, you know, some <laughs> some kind of article like that, and I've come across it and I've just thought... Most, most valuable no, everyday items. Yeah, kind yeah of can't, thing. can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. After reading. So on eBay, they've got one for 10,950 quid. Wow, yeah, I see it. Used. Wow. Used, Used. 400 <laughs> yeah. pounds. My oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Holy moly. Oh, no. Uh, oh. The we Perkins find... Bacon's archive of examples of the penny black for 50 grand. My gosh. <coughs> there was something Excuse that me. popped up for me that said 300,000. I wonder if that's like the very first one or something. Crikey. Maybe like a mint condition. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you, Money yeah. in them there stamps, boys. Wrong. We're in the wrong jobs. They get cryptocurrency. I know. Stamps <laughs> is the future, everyone. You heard it here first. <laughs> Bitcoin got nothing well, on stamps. If we go, um, <laughs> if we go off an, a said Xbox um, video game, save yeah. your bottle caps. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, for ages, I used to, I used to save my bottle caps just because I, I fancied be fair, it. I've got some you got, mate, you got a serious jingle there. What have you got? Is that uh, from Fallout? That's not, yeah, it is from Fallout. Yeah, mate. the bottle yeah, caps yeah. from Fallout. So oh, I, got, I, um, I went to a brewery near my house and, while I was on leave, and uh, Iron Maiden's designed like a load of beer, like the lead singer of oh, Iron Maiden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's all based on like the Trooper album and the Charge of the Light Brigade, because obviously one of the band members was uh, h- himself or their uncle, he used to be a member of the one of my regiment, the old regiment, Aniseed Regiment. I'm surprised there wasn't. Sorry, back to the stamp for a second. I, I just, I'm like, I, I for some reason would have thought there was like an, a really like old version, like an ancient stamp or something. Yeah, ancient. I would have thought it went back a lot further, but well, apparently not. No, hmm. no, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it's an adhesive stamp anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose adhesive stamps are a bit different, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I suppose the postal service wasn't really around much earlier, was it? So. Well, I don't know. The, the postal service, I guess, like they had, they had a, a type of postal service with messengers in, you know, yeah. in Rome. That's the kind of yeah. predecessor, wasn't it? Ah, uh, yes. Mm. Back in the yeah. oh, what's that? Seventeenth to sixteenth century BC, stamp seals first appeared in northern Mesopotamia during the sixth millennium. 
and were exclusively used throughout the Near East. So, but that, I mean, that's a seal again, isn't it? It's like a stamp seal, not a yeah, not a licky sticky. No, natural peel it, stick it, send it. Richard, you have given me yet another thing to rabbit hole on. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> I know, There's right? always one. Oh, like well, they mentioned. I read a, an article on um, the Postal Museum, and it mentioned something about being in law, or mentioned something about oh, law. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'll send you the. Lot, I'll send you the link a lot in a minute. Of changes in law in England. There's lots yeah. of changes in the 1800s, man. I mean, huge changes. The colonial period of Britain. Yeah, man. Absolutely massive yeah. changes. We saw like the Congress of Vienna and things like that. You know where they yeah, redivvied exactly. up all the Russia, all the uh, European borders after Napoleon. That's where um, yeah. Switzerland is. It Switzerland gets its uh, immunity. I think so. And it's like no, indefinite immunity. It's not like a yeah. little bit like oh, it's like indefinite immunity. It's like for that, well, you know. Maybe that's the reason why they've stayed neutral in. It's absolutely, it's absolutely why they've stayed yeah. neutral. It's all based on the well, that's con- Congress of Vienna. I know, yeah. Fascinating yeah. stuff, man. Right, well, we Don't need to come up that. with a name for this episode. We have the Race to the Pole, we've got the Pleistocene Pack, and we have the Penny Black. <laughs> stamps. Mm. No, we don't want to say Triple stamp. P. Triple P. Pack, pack, Triple Penny P. Black. Love it. Pole. Yeah, Three man, P's. we got it. Pole, Park, <laughs> and Penny P's. Black. I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's, it. that's good. P, P, P. One last note. Um, yes. The Roman postal system was called the Cursus Publicus, and it was oh. the most highly developed postal system of the ancient world. The relay stages of the Cursus Publicus established convenient intervals along the great roads of the empire, formed an integral part of its complex military and administrative system. Uh well, there you go. There's something else to read about, Jensen. That is. Thank you. Romans, Roman wow. law, something I'm absolutely looking at, um, especially all the weird capital name ideas that are going around. I don't know if you've seen that. but mm. No, I've not seen that. Yeah, some interesting, no, some interesting theories out there, um, but I'm yet to find <laughs> any solid... Solid, solid stuff. But, uh, me them my way. Yeah, man. It's, uh, I mean, they're, they're, I'm, I'm looking at these things because I'm like, you know, the basically, I'm, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. You know what I mean? If there's any truth in this, I'll get to the bottom of it. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but no, there's this idea that um, the capital letters that you find on letters, so if it is addressed to, say, in my case, Mr. Jensen Farshaw, um, that that is technically your legal entity, not you, the natural person, but the um, the legal fiction, which which is actually a real thing. Um, but there is this idea that it, it somehow denotes ownership or slavery to the state, basically. That's the the theory mm. on the street in, in one of its mm. various forms. But it actually, that idea, if you look at Roman law, that is there in ancient Roman law. It's called Capitus Diminuo Maxima, Capitus Diminuo Minima, and Capitus Diminuo Media. And each of them, it would As be if the, you know that off the top of your head. And it would be, and it would be, and it was, and it was, and it's basically one of them was last name only capital. One of them was like first and last capital, and they all signified different levels of freedom um, oh, that okay. you had, or maybe had lost, basically a social status. So, so, so the, what's the uh, what's the top social status? Both names with capital letters on them. Um, I think it's actually if they're. 
if they're capital letters, I think the less status you have, the less freedom you uh, have. I think, right. I think, I think I need to check, which is why the whole thing is out there of like, go with the capital letters on your birth certificate, man. You, you're not, you know, all that stuff. And uh, there's some, I tell you, mate, there's some wild things on that. Um, what, so do you not but... capitalise on your birth certificate? So on, on your on your case. birth certificate, you'll notice that your last name is capitalised, yeah. and their mm. reason for that, um, as public inquiries have found out, the official reason for that is so mm. it's easier to identify which one is your last name. Um, right. So okay. it's not like, oh, is it Forshaw Jensen or Jensen Forshaw? Yeah. You know, it's it's there. Mm. That's the official story. Interesting. Um, but uh, I'm kind of mm. like, is there some weird underhand thing going on? And uh, if a there is a script, you know, you know. <laughs> Yeah, check it out. So, how does they make Sonic as well? Yeah, definitely. There's all yeah, the, yeah. all that stuff tied into it, and um, you know that, and that's partly why I'm so interested in the legal system and monetary system. Is really just seeing what what is this thing we're living in? How did it happen? You know, it's a hologram. It's, it's a hologram. There you go. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a hologram. Man. Certainly is. Simulation Are you theory. Are a bottle of rum there, Mike? No, it's oh, just water. This just, time. just water. Ah, okay. oh, so, no. um, a big old bottle. I guess I better wrap, wrap us up, actually, which, uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's been good, actually. I've got some great stuff to go and look into. Uh, Jurassic Park. I'm going to go off and plunge in a little bit. Yeah, but it's good. I think that's that's one thing it's nice to have time for. Um, so, um, you've been listening to First Thoughts, and I hope you've enjoyed it. You can find us on Spotify, CastBox, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, all the good ones. And you can find us on social media if you look for our handle at JRJ Podcast. And you'll find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. Um, I've been Jensen, and I've been joined by Mike and Richard. And uh, well, th- thanks for thanks for doing this with us, guys, and thanks for listening. Yeah, no worries. It's been epic again. It's been a good one. It's been a good one. Right. See you later. See you later. See you later. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm not even going to edit that silence out. I'm just going to let that. I'm just going to let that. <laughs> right. Picking okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll see you later, boys. Okay. See you in a bit. Bye. See you in a bit, boys. Bye-bye. Bye bye.